and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. Can you do that? Can you find a way to make a positive difference in your world today? Can you make a change inside yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and even beyond that? So for this hour, I want you to listen. Pay attention. You've created the world you live in. How can you change the things that you want to change? How does the information that you receive today apply to you? That's right, just you, not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. just you. Yeah, you can share information with other people, but ultimately, you are the only person you can really change. You are the person you are responsible for, and you are the person that can truly make a difference. Uh-huh, I know, you're busy. We're all busy. We lead very, very busy lives. I specialize in busy. It's fun. It feels good sometimes, but sometimes busy means distracted. And distractions lead us away from our goals, away from the things that we really want for ourselves. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Do you spend your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world when you make a decision? as to how you spend your time. Do you consider the impact that decision will have? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? I'm asking you to look around your world and see the many blessings that enfold you. We have sunshine this morning where I am, finally. We had one of those last-minute late spring snowstorms this week. And, of course, you know I love the beauty of that. Every tree lined with white snow. It was gorgeous. I'm grateful this week for the gift of perspective. I watched a client yesterday who's struggling with a very, very difficult and very stressful time of her life. And yet, she keeps herself balanced, both through her spiritual connection and in prayer, 
but also because she prays for other people whose challenges are much greater than hers. And that perspective keeps her in a steady place, keeps her able to move forward. And I truly appreciated that. As I witnessed that in her, I recognized that there have been times in my lives my life when that gift was given to me, that gift of perspective, and I am truly grateful for that. I'm also grateful for the laughter in my life. Those of you who have seen my Facebook page know that I put a video of the Queen Mom, that's right, my wonderful 96-year-old mother, was dancing, and she's on that. I'll go ahead this morning and put that on the uh, Lasting Lifestyle Change Facebook page as well, so you all can enjoy that six-second little clip of my mother dancing. It was wonderful. It brought smiles to many, many people. I'm sure it will bring a smile to your face. Now, this morning, we have some incredible guests with us. We have Dr. Steve Amoyles and Dr. Sandy Amoyles, who are co-medical directors of the Alliance Institute for Integrative Medicine in Cincinnati, Ohio. The Alliance Institute is one of the Bravewell Collaborative's leading clinical centers for integrative medicine in the United States. Both Dr. Steve and Dr. Sandy are adjunct assistant professors in the Department of Medical Education at the University of Cincinnati. And they are here because they have released a book that changes our whole perspective on medical care and on our own health. Good morning, Dr. Sandy. Good morning, Mary Beth. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. You're welcome. And good morning, Dr. Steve. And again, I echo that. Good morning to you. Thank you. So the two of you have written this book, um, and really you're, you're talking about a concept that is going to be foreign to many people, a very, very significant change in how we view our health care. Talk to me about that. Well, um, it started off many years ago. Uh, we initially grew up um, in South Africa. And we became aware that many of the people that went to conventional doctors were not getting better. So both of us were in medical school together there and um, were meeting patients one after the other who, could not, who were not being helped by conventional medicine, and they had sought alternative therapies and they'd gotten better. And this piqued our interest. We began to look with an open mind as to what was going on, what, what was happening to people who were getting better, and how were they transforming their lives. And this began a journey in the early 80s where we started researching alternative therapies, looking at their good points and their bad points. And ultimately, we left on a worldwide trip that took us uh, to some exotic places where we we lived with and researched indigenous, uh, indigenous um, healing practices, and we stayed in Japan for a long time and lived with an acupuncture master there and learned all about these alternative therapies. Ultimately, we came back into medicine and started incorporating some of the better parts of these therapies into our practice. And what we found is that when we did that, people got much better. And this then became known as integrative medicine. The integrative medicine is the incorporation of alternative therapies with conventional medicine. 
and using them in a judicial manner and getting the best outcome. So in 1999, we were asked by a hospital system in Cincinnati to open up the Alliance Institute for Integrative Medicine. We, it's a big clinic. We put together the best of, we put great MDs together, together with chiropractors, massage therapists, hypnotherapists, energy healers, acupuncturists, uh, all in one group, and we started seeing what could happen. Well, we've been, we've been very happy with the outcome. We've been treating over 20, we see 20,000 visits a year since for the last 10 years or so. And we've been doing national research with other big centers around the country. And we're pleased to say that, that the system works and it works really well. Then um, a, a few years ago, we started writing a book because we wanted to put the system down. We wanted to show people what to do if they were struggling with their health and how they could transform their health. So we, we coined a term transformational medicine. And that's what the book is about. It's called Get Well and Stay Well, Optimal Health Through Transformational Medicine. Um, the, Mary Beth, if I could add something to Absolutely. This. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, so many um, patients in America see a traditional doctor, and I think the healthcare system is, is very stressed by the providers at the moment because of all the kind of insurance requirements and the pace at which they have to see patients. And I think many patients are feeling very unsatisfied with the amount of time and the care that they're getting from many of their physicians, and they turn to other sources for care. But it needs to be done in a, you know, they turn to other sources as in alternative medicine type of things. And alternative medicine is really viewed as anything that's not taught in medical school. So what we practice is this combination of conventional with credible alternative therapies working together hand in hand. This is not an either or situation. Um, it's really combining two. So for instance, we have seen patients who have lung cancer and they are you know, quite ill and the cancer has maybe spread to different parts of their body and they've been unhappy with um, their traditional oncology care and then they decide that they'd want to do just alternative therapies. And we don't really endorse that. We really feel it's very important to embrace both conventional and alternative therapies together in a very um, responsible manner. Well, you really have offered a service that um, is hard to come by. I mean, you know, I've, in my practice, I many times have served as what I call the hub on the wheel. Right. It's, that, you know, it's almost like um, I'm kind of the center and we talk about, okay, what evaluation do you need? Or let's get a medical evaluation, come back and we'll talk about those tests. Then we'll decide on, you know, is what alternative component will complement that diagnosis or that symptom. or you know, But very much it's hard to find. Um, the good news is that there are... Um, some very good programs all across the country that are training physicians in this form of medicine. There's the American Board of Holistic um, um, Medicine. There is Andrew Wiles' program that teaches physicians integrative medicine and some healthcare providers. There is um, the Institute for Functional Medicine 
and there is um, the anti-aging medicine um, group too. So, so there are lots of very credible organizations that are, are teaching and um, making this a much more important facet in healthcare. And I think there's a very, you're going to notice in the next 10, 15 years that this area of medicine is going to grow enormously. As you mentioned earlier on, we are part of something called the Bravewell Collaborative, which are, Bravewell is a group of very um, um, wonderful philanthropists who had great foresight and realized that pe a lot of people getting medical care were very unsatisfied, A, with their care, and B, that the healthcare system is not addressing a lot of issues. So um, we're very good at, at treating acute problems. So if you have a heart attack or you break a bone, Traditional medicine is really good at taking care of stuff like that, but we, we're really failing in taking care of patients with chronic medical illnesses, particularly obesity and diabetes um, and heart, you know, the, the type of things that are costing um, the medical industry and, and patients an enormous amount of money, and we're not doing a good job of this. So by using this form and these types of medicine, Bravewell wanted to, and hopes to make an impact on the way medicine is delivered. We want good medicine, and good medicine really doesn't have to exclude anything. It needs to just be good and get good results. So they started a consortium of academic healthcare centers, so that which many of the medical schools across the country now belong to, and this is a very good organization of researchers and people trying to bring this type of medicine into the academic environment. So they're doing research and they're teaching medical students and exposing them to this way of thinking. So it's, it's wonderful. The good news is this is very, very growing and potentially um, great form of medicine that's uh, um, just in, in its early infancy still. Mm -hmm. And the other side of that is you are seeing results, consistent results. You're seeing people getting well, returning right. to healthy lifestyles, healthy lives, uh, because of the approach that you've taught them. Well, we, we actually did a, a national study, which is not yet published, so I can't tell you exactly the outcomes. But what I can tell you is, is the, the Bravewell centers all looked at how they were treating pain. And they looked at patients with chronic pain, people who had pain for three or more months and were not getting help by the conventional system and who were seeking care with, with integrative medicine. What we found is that um, the, the centers together perform much better than conventional medicine does, and, and we were really pleased with the outcome. That was the first thing. The other thing is that when people come in, say a man comes in or a woman comes in for back pain, it's not just about treating their back. When you look at the person as a whole person, you find that, that their back started hurting when they, they got overstressed, they went through a divorce, they went through financial stress, something happened with their children. Um, then you start looking at their diet and you find that they're eating a diet that's highly inflammatory, so it's causing more pain. Um, they may be going through menopausal symptoms or andropause. And all of this together creates a perfect storm where someone develops back pain. And it's no good just using an anti-inflammatory or physical therapy. We really want to use that time. We want to use it as a catalyst to to create change for that person's lifestyle. 
so that when they come out of the back pain, not only have they addressed their back, they've addressed their life, they've addressed their stress, their nutrition, and um, their relationships, that things are getting better. And that's, that's this transformational moment that we see when people come in, come in to see us. So you would use that approach regardless of what the diagnosis was. If someone had a migraine, you would still take that same approach? Or we you... always take the same approach. We want to, A, we want to look at their medical problems first. So we want to find out that we're not missing a medical diagnosis. We don't want to miss cancer or autoimmune disease or something like that. So we always do a very extensive medical workup. We always look at stress. We always look at nutrition. If necessary, we look at hormonal balancing, and then and then we look at the body and give people different options. What do they? What, they can use physical therapy. They can use chiropractic, acupuncture, massage, energy healing. Or, so there's all kinds of options that people can use, and we want to help them find the best option. Okay. So let's let's kind of talk about, um, and we won't be able to finish this all before the break, but let's talk about maybe a case. Somebody walks in the door and they say, you know, I've had a migraine for three months or I have this chronic kind of headache pain and it won't go away. It's not necessarily debilitating every day, but it does cycle up to that and then it comes down. What's the first kind of set of things you would do you, because you would take a medical approach first. So what would, what would you look for? Well, if, if um, and I can tell you a little bit about a um, series of cases we're writing up at the moment, but it may take longer than uh, the time before the break. But mm-hmm. the, the first thing we look for is, um, is there any, again, do we need to exclude anything? Is there a brain tumor? Is there an autoimmune disease? Is this just a migraine? We want to know the history. We want to know have they had a whiplash injury? Is there some neck problem that they're suffering from? Um, and um, we'll usually do a very thorough history and long workup. And if necessary, we'll do a scan of their head to see that there's nothing there, specifically when someone's been in, in pain for a long time. What we find is that typically the headache is um, what we call a functional problem. It, something in their function has been disturbed, but the lab tests and MRIs are normal. And that's where medicine struggles. What, what do you do with someone who looks fine um, but tells you they're in terrible pain? So we then look at, we then want to go underneath the hood, so to speak. We want to look at what else is going on. Okay, so stop there, Dr. Steve, because we're going to go take a break. I want to leave people kind of hanging off the cliff (laughs) so that they'll come back after the break, okay? Wonderful. So uh, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll go under the hood and what else we would look for on this kind of an evaluation. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? 
Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guests today are Dr. Sandy Moyles and Dr. Steve Moyles, and they have written a book, that really changes how we think about medical care and our health. The book is Get Well and Stay Well. And Dr. Steve, you were uh, telling us about uh, an evaluation of several cases, chronic pain kinds of cases, and we were about to go under the hood. So take us there now. Okay, so we finished our medical exam. We found it's normal. Then we start talking about stress. And in the book, we discuss what we call a stress curve, it's what happens to us when we get chronically stressed. And we go through different phases. Um, our adrenal glands and our neurotransmitters in our brain start adapting to this chronic stress. So the phases um, we, we initially call, our, as, as we respond to stress, the initial stage is called exhilaration. We feel good. Then we hit a plateau. We start feeling what we call wired and tired. When you're wired and tired, you feel tired in the morning and you're not sure how you're going to get through the day and then all of a sudden you wake up at night. This is a sign of early stress. After that we get exhausted where we drag through the whole day and then we get exhausted and inflamed. And when we get to this stage of stress, our body starts turning on the inflammatory system. The inflammatory system is an ancient system in our body that is actually designed to help us heal. But when we're chronically stressed, it turns on by itself and we start getting aches and pains, joints flare up, and things like headache flares up. And then, and then that continues until what we get what we call a tipping point, something that pushes us over the edge and we get really sick. What we try and do with people is help them find out where they are in the stress curve. And in the book, we describe all of this. And then once they know that, then we can design certain certain treatments for them. So the treatments may range from just taking time out of their day, learning breathing exercises, meditative type exercises, or we may give them uh, different therapies, hypnotherapy or psychotherapy, 
Well, there are lots of different ways to handle stress. And then there are also things just like massage and, and acupuncture, etc., that can also help the body handle stress. There are multiple supplements. And we may even need to put someone on someone on medications because when we get chronically stressed, our serotonin levels drop. And as our serotonin levels drop and other neurotransmitters change, we, we tend to get depressed. And that's, I think, a symptom of our society is that so many people are on antidepressants simply because they've been under chronic stress. So chronic stress is the first thing we want to look at. The next thing we want to look at is nutrition. And um, we look at our diet, and, and we've got to remember that our diet is a way of marinating our cells in nutrients. And unfortunately, most people eat a diet that, that is deficient of these nutrients, and they also eat a diet that's high in inflammatory chemicals. So a lot of the processed food tends to be pro-inflammatory, and that makes pain get worse. We want, we want to look at that. Uh, then we want to look at hormones. We want to look at, firstly at insulin resistance. Insulin resistance uh, is one of the underlying causes of why so many people gain weight so easily. And we, it is a setup for getting problems with high cholesterol, um, high blood pressure, and prediabetes or even diabetes. And what we want to do is help people find this early and then change it so they don't get sick. We also want to look at their, their, um, their sex hormone balances, so the estrogen and progesterone and testosterone. We want to look at those if necessary and see what to do. And finally, we really want to examine people. So when it comes to a headache, we find that people go to doctors and very rarely does anyone really palpate their head. When you learn to palpate the head, what you find is a lot of trigger points around the neck and uh, the scalp. And we've learned from acupuncture that when you stick a small little acupuncture filament or needle into these points, the headache can go away. And we have um, patients who come to us with years and years of pain. And when we stick in a needle, we, typically within minutes, the headaches go away. So that's our approach. That is incredibly comprehensive uh, you know and I, I love what you said on that last part about just touch the head <laughs> yeah. just that you know just let's go to the physical structure and make sure it's not telling us something that we've never listened to before <laughs> absolutely we always say the body your, your body is your autobiography it tells you a story and we mm -hmm. can find out a lot from just touching the body mm-hmm and so, I, go ahead. So I, th I think what, what's difficult sometimes for us is patients coming with a chronic problem or a headache or aches and pains, and they want that magic bullet. They want that one thing to fix the pain. Mm -hmm. They just want you to touch the owie and take the pain away. And sometimes they have a very hard time going from um, the current way they're living, eating, moving, sleeping, doing, to making changes that can ultimately enhance their health and make them feel better so that they don't get predisposed to these chronic aches and pains. And that's the more difficult part of our job, making them understand these things that Steve just explained, really helping them to see how stress can be modulated and how your body 
needs to be nourished and how it needs to move and it needs to sleep and rest. And many people, because our lives are so busy, have such a very difficult time taking that step from inaction to action. Um, and that's the challenge because we have to learn to understand each individual patient we see and help them make gradual changes in a way that can become a, a lifestyle habit for them to really enhance their health and make them get well and stay well. You know, Dr. Sandy, uh, that's that approach, that making change, is something that I talk about a lot on this program and you know helping people recognize the little changes they can make and encouraging empowering them to incorporate those changes into their lifestyle how do you go about that in in the clinic how do you help people move from just fix me to <laughs> let me take responsibility for my health. Yeah, they love coming in and they just want a needle in the owie, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I'd like to say something here. I think okay. um, our body is such a wonderful instrument and it's giving us feedback all the time. And we've learned to switch it off. So if we have a headache, instead of thinking what is my body saying, we think I need another Tylenol. And or I need another, you know, ibuprofen pill. We we don't think what is it saying. So when we help people understand what their body is saying, then they can see their symptom as a barometer rather than as something that needs to be squished. And when we do that, they learn that the body's telling them to change, and they just weren't listening. And and they can tune once someone starts tuning into that. They can learn to do good things for themselves to create this change. I I love that statement. You know, something to be squished as opposed to something to to you know be used as a barometer. Because I I think my my own health personally, I've learned to use certain signals as barometers. You know, certain sleep patterns, certain headache patterns, even as you know, what did I what did I do? What was I doing yesterday? What did I get into? And um, and many times, I mean, for me, it's often a food sensitivity. But you know, if I make a choice to put something into my body to to use something that I know my body doesn't deal well with, then I kind of feel like on the other end, I deserve that headache. It was a good reminder of um, you're not where you should be. Absolutely, and I, I love your analogy. It's great. You know, I, you know, we're very fortunate because a vast majority of patients who seek our kind of care tend to be more motivated about their health and their lives. So it's sometimes not that difficult to help them just make some adjustments in certain areas of their habits and lifestyles. But then there are other people who come to us who really aren't moving, eating well, sleeping well and doing things. And they're, they're a little tougher to, to change because they'll help them do certain things and then they'll feel better, but they'll slip back into those old, <clears throat> excuse me, into those old habits again. So um, I think it's making those, making them really understand what they are doing to their body. Excuse me, I have to just cough. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Must be springtime allergies. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I love Steve's explanation of stress, and I, I, I love elaborating to patients that 
stress is such a ubiquitous term in our, in our language and in our lives at the moment. But it's a really real thing, and it's, it's kind of like our brains are wired to perceive stress differently. Some of us are more sensitive, and um, we have a hot brain. That any kind of emotional, stressful, external thing that happens in our life just really turns our brain on, and that's really where this whole cascade of events of chemical changes in our body happen, and then our body feels funny and perceives the stress. And we think of it just as, oh, I'm not sleeping, or oh, I've got these aches and pains, but we're not recognizing what these external stresses are. So when we treat people, we can antidote what, we, what I call the downstream effect of the stress, what the chemical changes and the neurotransmitter changes and the cortisol changes are in our body. We can antidote that with an acupuncture treatment, with a medication, with a supplement, but it's very important to try and change the way our brain and our body is perceiving the stress. And that patients have to learn to do. They need to do something on a daily basis in their lives to help them calm down their brain, calm down their autonomic nervous system so that you don't get this cascade of events happening. So I refer to that as kind of the upstream effects of the stress. Mm-hmm. And I love to encourage people to try things that they've never tried to help them with it. So things like yoga, where you're going to take time out of your day and you don't have to do it for a long time to do some breathing and moving and self-reflection and just being. Um, or you can do qigong or tai chi or you can do a guided meditation or just some paced breathing. But it's very important for people to learn how to do those things. Another program that's very well recognized across the country is something called Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, which is an eight-week course. It's taught in many areas around the country. This was originally started by a PhD by the name of John Kabat-Zinn in Massachusetts. And it's very well researched. There's plenty of good evidence-based research to support how much This program can help patients in so many things, from anxiety to depression to pain control to coping with MS to you name it. And for patients to do a course like that, you're in a a group so that you're having discussions, you're given homework, and you really learn and understand how you can change your body's perception to these external stresses in our life. So I really encourage patients to do that and then we can do treatments and we can help the body and we love doing acupuncture. Steve and I and all the physicians who work with us are all um, trained in in acupuncture so it's lovely because we know our patients really well, we understand their medical issues and then we can do acupuncture on them too and when people are stressed and we treat them with acupuncture um, I, I feel like we put them into the space and place that reminds their body what it's like not to feel so overwhelmed by these external stresses in our body. We kind of dip you in a sense of true relaxation and peacefulness. And then it's your job to go out into the world and maintain that and learn how to get your body back into that frame and state of mind. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful approach to the word stress. I, I find many... Um, many clients who come to me 
because they've gone for a medical evaluation and the summary, the conclusion of that medical evaluation is you're stressed. Right. And there's no further guidance. Right. Absolutely. It's kind of like saying your cholesterol's up, go, go eat a, a different diet. And you go, well, what do I do? And, oh, no, here's your, here's your prescription. Take your statin drug. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except we're not, I suppose there are some prescriptions when, when the conclusion is stress. There are some prescriptions that sometimes are offered. But many times, not even that. Right. Just, it, it's stress. Right. Go, fig- go figure it out. One and, of the interesting things is, as Sandy talked about, the downstream effects of stress. We can learn to antidote those with um, what are called adaptogenic herbs, things like ginseng or ashwagandha. Um, these are herbal products that have been around for thousands of years that are safe. And what they effectively do is block the effect of stress on your body. So if someone is under stress, there are ways they can, uh, they can, or there are supplements they can use to antidote these effects. So that's again something we talk about in the book that people may want to read about. But um, it, it, you can, we all get into stressful times, and the, the, the trick then is to learn how not to let that stress affect you. And I think that's a, a very good reminder is that it, the goal is not to never have stress. It's <laughs> <That's> impossible. <laughs> right. The, the goal is not to always live evenly and, you know, so that there's no crises, no challenge, no, um, no threats. The goal is that when those stressors do occur, because they will, that we're able to cope and flow with that stress and maintain a healthy body during that time. Absolutely. In fact, sometimes those, we call them peak moments or transformational moments. Those are, those peak times are often times that we change our life, we change our whole viewpoint. So we don't want to avoid those. We just want to learn to grow from them and not Mm -hmm. let them knock us down. Mm -hmm. And I I love that word. I, I love changing the perception of a stressor into transformation because that is what it is it's it's an opportunity it's a a moment that we're given to be able to reevaluate what are we doing how are we caring for ourselves how are we interacting in our worlds is this what i want for myself absolutely absolutely and every patient and every person is very different and, uh, you know, for us, I feel like it's recognizing that person and their pain, their problem, their lifestyle, and tweaking things that work for that patient. So it's very hard to give an overall prescription for everybody because not everybody enjoys doing yoga. Not everybody knows how to meditate. Not everybody likes taking pills or supplements. So it's really finding the tools and the tricks that work for each individual patient. So it's making it very personalized. We, it's more than that. We, we talk about both personalization of, of health, but also being proactive, all the P's really. It's personalized, proactive, so you want to do something that is, um, is, is doing something now for something in the future. It needs to be preventative. It needs to be patient-centered so that it's not all about the doctor but about the patient. And finally, it needs to be empowering. So these are the factors we look for in healthcare that we think are good things to have. And again, we really need to emphasize it's not just one thing. It's Absolutely. not a single thing. It's not 
one of the herbals. It's not just acupuncture. It's not just yoga. That it's it's a program of living that encompasses all areas of one's life. I love that. A program of living. Yeah, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. We're going to take another short break, and when we come back, we'll talk some more about the transformational medicine. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning, and thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guests are Dr. Sandy Amoyles and Dr. Steve Amoyles. They have written the book, Get well and stay well. And they have been describing for us in beautiful, beautiful uh, terms how we can take ownership of our own health and the kinds of things that we can do for ourselves, the kinds of things that can be done to assist us. Dr. Steve, talk to us a little bit more about kind of, you know, what's my, what's my job in my health? What, what's my responsibility? Um, your responsibility is uh, self-care. So you want to know how much can you do for yourself and what, what do others need to do for you. And we always suggest starting off with a physician visit to see if you have any big issues. But after that, really, people need to learn so much. We've, we've talked about stress, but then we also want to, uh, people need to learn to exercise. They should find out what is the best exercise for them. We like to emphasize a little bit of aerobic exercise, um, strength training. Um, we like to do stretching of some type, so whether it's yoga or just learning how to stretch. We like circular movements um, that help us balance 
that's where things like Tai Chi come in because as we get older, we need that. We need to know that. And then we, we, we really, really focus a lot on nutrition. We are really bathing our bodies in nutrients every time we eat. And unfortunately, the food that is served to us um, as part of what's going on as we be, uh, throughout the world, the food is becoming more laden with sugar, salt, and fat. And these three things are addictive. So if we give um, a, a rat, uh, if we feed them on sugar, they will ultimately become addicted to sugar where they will stand on an electrified plate just so that they can get more sugar. And we don't realize how much of these addictive properties are in the fast foods that we eat. So what we try and teach people is to get what we call a nutritionally dense diet. We, we want them to get foods more in their natural state and foods that are low in sugar and low in, in inflammation. And um, they're in our book, in Get Well and Stay Well, we talk a lot about these low glycemic load foods and low inflammatory foods. And that should become the baseline of what someone eats. Then we can learn what to do. We can personalize their nutrition. So for instance, many of us don't go out in the sun anymore because everybody's worried about skin cancer. And the majority of patients we test are low in vitamin D. Vitamin D is the vitamin that we get from the sun. And it's in, involved in many processes in our body. Um, it makes our bones stronger and thicker. It helps us with mood. It helps prevent cancer. It has lots of beneficial effects. It, it, it helps our insulin levels work better. So when we are lacking vitamin D, we can, we can develop lots of problems through, through the body. And the nice thing about a nutrient as opposed to a drug, a nutrient, if you give one pill, it has multiple benefits, where a drug tends to have um, one big benefit and sometimes many side effects. So what we try and do is help people understand what they can get out of their diet and then what other supplements they may need. And um, so, so nutrition is a very important part of what we can do. Nutrition also will help us balance hormones. So the biggest hormonal problem we all face as a, as a country and worldwide probably now is becoming insulin resistance. Insulin resistance is where our insulin doesn't work as well as it should and it predisposes us to diabetes. And by learning to adjust your diet to cut out the sugary um, foods, and, and make a delicious diet. We're not talking about a diet where you feel deprived, but we want delicious food and we want regular food. We don't want you to, to starve. We want people to eat regularly. Uh, what happens is all of a sudden when they start doing this, they feel better, their energy level comes up, they find their sexuality improves, their, um, their muscle strength improves, their mood improves. So, again, one simple thing can have many, many benefits, and that's what we try and achieve. You know, if I have to say that the nutritional chapters in your book are some of the best um, work I've seen in terms of describing in nice, simple, succinct language how the body works and how nutrition 
interplays with how the body works for health. And you. I, you know, I, I just want to like tell all of my listeners, this book is worth buying just for that, just for how you describe what's appropriate and you dispel the myths, the medical myths of you know, suppress this, suppress that, um, and therefore you won't have the symptom. But we didn't. But the medical myth that never gets to the source. You know, you've done just this great job in here of just explaining how the body needs nutrition and how it uses nutrition. Thank you, thank you. And um, we wanted to get across also how it's it. You know. Um, literally one man's meat is another man's poison. Depending on our genes, we some, some people need a lot of vitamin D. Some people hardly need any. Some people need more B vitamins. Some people need more protein. And that, that as we move ahead now, we str- we tr- we're learning how to personalize everything for each person. And that becomes really the, the magical step of making us healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that, too, um, we've not done a good job as a culture understanding that, you know, things don't fit all of us. That, that you know, with the, the current diet that's being um, put out there by the media, the general public media, is not necessarily what's going to work for your body. And that your body might be different than the person you share your house with. <laughs> Absolutely. We talk of a test. Uh, that we do and you can actually get over the internet which is a genetic test and helps people understand if they should be on a low carb diet or low fat diet or what we call a modified Mediterranean diet and also whether they should be doing high intensity exercise or moderate intensity exercise and people who did this test lost two and a half times more weight and once they understood what their, their diet and exercise regimen should be, as opposed to people who were eating the same calories, um, you know, who did not lose weight. Mm-hmm. So just knowing how to personalize things is going to become our, one of our magical next steps, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think our biggest challenge is to teach people to eat a bigger variety of food, especially vegetables. Now, vegetables, as, as Steve mentioned earlier on, when we eat food, we, we, we tend to think of how it tastes, and we want our food to be delicious and satisfy a craving and a need, and it's usually in the first couple of bites of whatever we have. But it, it's much more than the taste of the food. What we need to think of our food, our food is we, we digest it, we absorb it, we assimilate it, and that too is a whole other topic of discussion. But once we absorb the food into our body, it's broken down into tons and tons of little particles that are these very potent signals and messengers to our cells. So we're kind of taking our body every day and marinating it in all the food that we eat, and then our cells behave according to the signals that are sent to them. So we have to think about our food that way. And I I find when I tell my patients to think about the food that way, it really changes what they put into their mouth. Mm-hmm. The, the most important food, the, the food that's got the densest amount of nutrients in it, is plants. Plants have tons and tons of little messages. I mean, a piece of broccoli, it probably two to 300 different chemicals in a little mouthful of broccoli. And all those signals and messengers 
are the things that tell our cells how to behave and what to do. So eating a nutrient-dense diet is nothing better than phytonutrients, which are the nutrients in plants. And, you know, we, we need to learn to eat seasonally. We need, need to learn to eat a, eat a much bigger variety of stuff. And it's wonderful to see the movement in the food world that is happening there. There's such an, a movement towards people starting to grow their own vegetables at home and eating things that are fresher and more seasonal. In, in our area in Cincinnati, Dayton, Indiana, Indianapolis, and Columbus, we have a wonderful organization called Green Bean Delivery that delivers fresh, local, organic, if possible, and seasonal vegetables to your house once a week. And I, I think I should own shares in the company because I send so many people to them. But I love that as a working um, person, I come home once a week and I have this beautiful green bean, green bin delivered to my house that's got fresh, wonderful produce in it. And I can choose the kinds of things that I want to come in my bin. And um, it's, it teaches you to eat things that you maybe wouldn't try. Um, and, and we need to be more adventurous with our palates, but that's, Half our pl- when we eat we eat a meal, half our plate should be vegetables. And for people who don't have access to that, uh, we we suggest looking at farmers market, le- learning to to uh, speak to people who are growing your food, find out what they're putting on the food, what pesticides or not. Um, try and find foods that are grown in organic soil and organic ways and with uh, lower preservatives, pesticides, herbicides. And, uh, you know, we want food that's free of colorings and flavorings because those are the foods that interfere with our enzyme processes and, and um, can result in, in disruptions in, in processes, chemical processes in our body that we don't want. So we want to give our body the best chance. And um, so any way people can do that, we encourage that. I love that you talk about eating seasonally. Uh, because I think we've forgotten oh, what that even means. Mm. Because, you know, I can go to one of my super store, grocery stores, and I can get anything All year round. round. <laughs> <laughs> now, it has nothing of value in it because it's been shipped so far, but it's still, you know, it looks pretty on the shelf. And, right. you know, it's, it's wonderful to stand in the produce section and see all those beautiful green things. Right. Yep. Uh, but it so, is amazing when you taste them, you know. We have daughters who live in California, and we, we often will get strawberries in an Ohio supermarket, and they look wonderful. You taste them. They don't, they don't taste wonderful. But when you, when you go to California or somewhere where they're growing it locally and seasonally and you, you eat it, it, it smells and tastes completely different. Absolutely. It absolutely does. And I think that's, that's the push for grow your own. You have no idea how good food tastes until you grow your own. <laughs> Well, uh, we are just a, a minute or so from the end of this program, and I want to thank both of you for coming on the show this morning, for talking about the kinds of things that our listeners can do for themselves to take care of their bodies and to, to restore health. Um, and, and I want to just talk about this book one more time. It is Get Well and Stay Well by Dr. Steve Moyles, Dr. Sandy Moyles. And it is worth every page, reading through every page, because there is so much important information there. The website is um, uh, is available on um, Lasting Lifestyle Change on the Voice America uh, description. Go check it out and 
take advantage of this incredible information. I want to thank you both again for being on the show. Thank you so much much for having us. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome. All right, listeners, this is it. This is your call to action. Go out there. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation.